away, away from the football aspect, like ah, bullish. Anthony Davis can't doesn't seem to catch a break. Like he can't catch a break. As much as he's this all-time talent, he has his superior talent and abilities. Like at his best, he averages 20, 28 and 13, 28 and 12. Like he's a dominant player that can guard one through five, can guard all five positions. Like even before Yanis won the MVP, people were like, no, Anthony Davis is the best defender in the league. Like he's so difficult to play against. But as much for the, for all that ability, it seems like his body just doesn't want to go along with him. His body keeps breaking down. He has had injuries to battle with this season. He's not an all-star. And to make matters worse, he seems to have a, a season ending. For Anthony Davis, you know, Charles Barkley said Charles Barkley said something last um, playoffs. And then, you know, people were like, you know, standing on Charles Barkley that uh, uh, was doing this. And what he said, he said, was calling Anthony Davis street clothes. And sometimes it might be, it might sound insensitive, but for a professional athlete earning, you know, uh, the the 30 million, 40 million in a year, it is the onus is on you as an athlete to do everything you can to 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 make sure that you are all right, eating right, training right, your muscles are fine. It is it is on you. If he was 34, 33 years old now, and yeah, you know, and we and we say, okay, ah, maybe he has gone to play uh, to the final six years in a row. Like what happened to Clay Thompson? Yes, we can understand, okay, your body will break down after some point of putting so much mileage on it. But you have literally had opportunities to rest at different points. Like you've gone to rehab, come back, gone to rehab and come back. At some point, there has to be that discussion about what is going on. What are exactly are you doing in your own personal life to help your career as an athlete? Since they are Williamson, people were telling you, guy, you need to drop. I remember last season, even though it was average, mm-hmm. average, I think 27 and 8 or something like that. People were telling him, guy, yes, you average 27 for, a, for you know, a rookie. But the truth is, at this weight, you barely be able to do anything meaningful to this team. You actually need to come down the weight. And there's pictures that showed him during the offseason showed that he added weight. And he has not, we are almost, how many, we are going to the all-star break this weekend, and he has not played one single game for New Orleans this season. So you now begin to, you begin to, you know, look at it, the fact that everyone knows that talent-wise, you know, Anthony Davis is, you know, the all-time talent. But the truth is, in the NBA, where everybody's, almost everyone, you have talented guys all around the floor, the what sets your apart is availability. You can continue. I'm sure one of the things that will be crossing their mind in the Lakers room, you know, going through this offseason is that, okay, this guy has missed about seven games and counting because he's going to miss more games in the last three seasons. Considering that there was a 72-game season in between this season. So, he has missed almost like 30% or close to 40% of the games he's supposed to have lived for. Can we trade this guy? Is he a tradable? Like, what are we going to can we get for him? Because the truth is, the only reason last season that they were completely dominated against Phoenix, even though oh, LeBron it, was because they don't want to go along the ride with LeBron. If LeBron mm-hmm. had, even if it was seventy percent AD, they would have even taken the game to probably seven game series. Even if they would, they would have lost, but they'll have been more competitive. They'll have seen more drive and fight in them. But because AD was also injured, and now you are getting the start break, is getting injured again. That means that they are currently ninth. 
by the time they come back, there's a possibility that if they don't win, like the next 10 games, they don't win six, six or four. They might not make, they, they might not be able to keep their night spots on the, you know, on the standings. And then you're not going to wonder, is it really worth it? Now start stressing them, themselves again going into the end of the season. So there, there has to be that conversation. One, what exactly is going on in this guy's private life that is making him so injury prone? Is there something that can be changed? That's number one. Then number two, I think there will be there will be side discussions already. Yes, this guy is you no know, all NBA talent, you know, one of the best power forwards, you know, to play the game, but still, what can we get for him? But but Kule, there are instances whereby even if there are players that even if they do a lot of stuff off the floor, like maybe they work out extra thinking of their body, nutrition is on point, diet is on point, everything is good. Sometimes their body just tells them, I, I can't do this thing. Do you understand? As much as the body wants to, the mind wants to go in a different direction, the body is saying, I'm not willing to go in that direction. Like, it doesn't have to be like his off-field activities. Maybe his body just can't withstand it. Regardless. Some, some players are obviously injury-prone, regardless of whether they've put in a lot of mileage on it. Like, is that, okay, is that so the case for before, before Kule comment on, on, on that, on this question, I just want to add that the reason why I brought that up is that there have been naturally steady reports from, okay. you know, people that are in the Lakers locker room, you know, when you when you see some of these um, interviewers and some of the guys that you know leak some of these suppress that report on athletics on ESPN that there's actually a discussion that this guy doesn't do enough to keep his okay. body his muscles toned and all those things. So there's that because the thing there is yeah I understand that there's something that that would, that would just be unlucky. You know for example Odell Beckham you know after catching that touchdown doing all those things he was mm-hmm. doing he still like that ACL. It was, there was nothing he could have done. It was non-contact. There was it. Yet, is there's that possibility for that to happen? But the truth is, with the advent in technology, with the amount of you know data they have, with the way they are able to study, the way they are able to train, how they are able to actually focus train and you know improve. Yeah, there's discussions that this guy, for your size, there's like a prerequisite training that you should be doing to make sure that you are ready to play at all times. So there is this complaint that. He's not. It's just like James Harden. You know, everybody knows that James Harden doesn't uh, doesn't leave, doesn't do all those extra workouts. Mm. Only, I'll play myself into shape. So there's that. You know, people know that this guy he doesn't do as much as needed to get himself like ready. Yeah, I think um, Bolish actually has a point because if, um, you can say a player is injury prone, but you can okay. Yes, I think that's what really really works when he's a recording injury. Um, Anthony Davis is not recording. There are different parts of the that keep breaking down, like different types of mm-hmm. injuries. And you say, okay, yes, is there something like the player does himself? Like I'm not even off the pitch, even on. Like does he rush his does he rush his returns? I, th- I think we have to start asking that question again because he only came back in January, and suddenly he's again, on his way out again. Yeah, he's, he's on his way out again, and it's two weeks. Who's to know? You know what happens after that two weeks again. I think Bollis definitely has a point there. Because at some point you have to start asking it like, okay, yes, how do you how do you take care of it? But you know the kind of sport the MV is, you know how high intensity it is. So it, like you have that that question needs to be asked. Um at this point in time, we probably need to bring every weekend game before Kunle and he should make his predictions. Because as soon as I said the Bengals were going to win. Everyone already knew that the Rams show Super Bowl victory. But Bolish, to, to show you how he, strong he, that is, 
Aaron Donald, what else would you want other than this? This is your moment. Like, you know, that was, that, that was the conversation before I went on the pitch. Like, there's nothing else you want. I know this is what you want. This is your moment to actually, you know, prove yourself, show yourself, tell everybody the whole world, like, what you are. So, it just, it, it just, it was meant to happen like that. And uh, I, 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 was, I wasn't, I wasn't all the way supporting the rounds, but after the rounds won it, I was like, oh, yeah, Odell gets a ring, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. It wasn't a bad, a bad idea at the end of the day. But the, the, the takeaway is that, yes, the AFC is going to be, you know, ridiculous for the next five, six, seven years. Oh, my God. This is going to be competitive. If the Bengals want to, you know, not fall off the wagon with, um, you know, going against Bills and the KC and all that, they need to make sure they show up their offensive line. It's not even about falling off because for those that know, like, for those that have seen the NFL for a while, Andrew Locke was a special talent coming into the league. Number one of our biggest player in college, he joined the Indianapolis Colts. Like Locke, Andrew Locke was a special talent. And for years, the Indianapolis Colts couldn't get an offensive line to protect him. He got sacked year after year after year. Or they decided two years ago that, you know what, I'm done. Do you understand? I'm not coming back. At a very young age, he said, I'm not coming back for, some, for someone that talented. Because he spent too much time battling injuries. Like, you spent too much time in recovery at some point you start telling yourself that this is not life like i can't spend seven months every year trying to recover back from an injury because the team my team won't do the right thing so the bengals know that you have to invest in your if they don't is that they kiss your bro goodbye or they kiss his career goodbye it's a two way and one of the reasons why a lot of people believe that bengals are not even going to make the playoffs initially this season people said okay they should have drafted the guy um the offensive tackle penesuel instead of Jamachis was because they had a bad offensive line. But he decided to go for it and say, you know what, we'll draft Jamachis, we'll draft the better wide receiver. Yes, he worked, he got to the Super Bowl. But this time around, they have to find money. They have a cheap owner for those that, because they are the only team in the NFL without an indoor facility. Like, they have a very cheap owner. So the owner, for once, the player has said, okay, you know what, we'll spend money. We'll get free agents, we'll draft well, we'll draft offensive linemen. We must protect your borough or else we're done. Yeah, and um, there's something anyway. that's like the I think the narrative for the NFL, like the past two winners, the Bucks and the Rams, I think they are owned by people by they are Premier League clubs and the Glazers and Crowdic Premier League clubs. They are probably the worst Premier League owners. Meanwhile, they're so invested in the NFL. Like just like the narrative is there, it's wonderful. Oh good. I'm telling you, for us fans, I need to wake up. Stan Crocker came about the Rams and came about us now, trust me. Do you know how much the SoFi Stadium cost? It costs billions of dollars to do that. So, as far as I'm surprised, I'm going to have to wake up that. I'm not more beside those two than the main host for Stan Crocker. This setup is ironic because as far as we get young stars to fill their team and pursuing star players, meanwhile, <laughs> Rams is, you know, giving out. <laughs> they are giving up their future <laughs> just to win. For Millers, the Odell Beckhams. Exactly. You know, it's just ridiculous, like the dynamics that uh, what is going on. So uh, maybe they, 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 they Arsenal fans probably need to go and uh, ransack Edu and the likes that are under uh, Kroke because it's obvious that this guy, he probably if he's presented with the right um, proposal or projects, he probably would be open to getting the team the right um, resources that they need because he, he, uh, I'm sure Arsenal winning the Premier League would be one of the biggest stories. For probably if Arsenal should win the Premier League, maybe in the next five years, it's one of the biggest stories going on for probably two three months. But, we'll continue talking about it. So 
I'm sure it's something but, but that. Know, but, but you know, for an, for American owners like um, Robert Kraft, you know, the Patriots said is that the reason why he didn't invest in football in Europe is in the NFL, in the NBA, you are guaranteed your money back. Do you understand? There's no such thing as everything is guaranteed: ticket pricing, money. You are guaranteed the money back in football. Like there's no guarantee. If you finish eight, you won't collect money like first position. You lose endorsement. And so so these American owners look at it and they're like, well, oh, I'd rather say spend money on the Rams. And on us now, yeah. please. It's guaranteed. Anyway, the collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> that that mm-hmm. and, and then there's sort of sort of parity between the teams in terms of exactly oh, you can't spend more than uh, three hundred million. To spend five hundred, so, you you have to pay luxury tax. So I understand. I understand that aspect, but I think like it, it, it's still it's still something that that you can do. Even though I don't care much for it because we got new problems. Thing, all all over. Parents, let's four clear court one on one chance. Also, when also when also I do also. So I have my own problem, but. I just see, I just see if he has the, if he has the Ziki Bekistan's Ferrano level of planning. Because I saw, if you look at the Amazon documentary, you see that when Ziki Bekistan and Ferrano are discussing with Guardiola, they discuss and say, oh, we need this type of player. Oh, these are the players in the market. This one is 24, this one is 21, this one is 26, this one is 27. Okay. This 24-year-old guy, he doesn't really have all the skills, but the part is lacking. He can do one to three to him. But the economic part is that for the next eight years, we don't have to worry about that position. Okay, what do you think we should do? Now, as I was saying, how, when you wanted to buy this guy, what's the name of this guy in there? Not even Laporte. The guy in that, uh, that is basically Fernandino. Yeah, Rodri. That was one of the, like... You could see that there was that discussion that, okay, Guadalupe, I know, okay, I think your first option is this, but look, if we buy this guy, these are the downside. In three years' time, we'll be looking for someone to you know, play this position. What of this guy? Look at this guy. This is his profile. What do you think? And then they have that conversation. And then there's that forward-thinking approach that, oh, this is not just a case of playing, uh, winning this. Yes, we want to win this season. But yes, we want to make sure that we have a squad that three, four years, five years down the line, you have some of these players, additions you are bringing. Foden is 21 years old. He has 150 caps. Like, there's that proper planning within the structure of the team. So I think if but, we but, get But don't forget like that, that the most important thing is, as much as, I remember watching that documentary, trying when we had to sign Laporte, like when they had a meeting with Guardiola, Chiki Peglisan, for instance, and had a meeting with Mubarak as well, Cardinal Mubarak. Like, they have an, they have an owner that is major drive is to see City succeed, dominate football. The same way Chelsea have an owner that his major drive is, I want to dominate the sports. Arsenal and Man United don't have owners who really care about stuff like that. It's co-op kind of ownership. Man exactly. Man United right. is that, okay, I'll be floating in stock. Do we have exactly. uh, what partner? Move on. Rest. So, so, so the Man and the Chelsea owners is about war. When we come to Real Madrid and Barcelona, they are bored and what have you. How do we dominate? How do we become the, one of the best teams in Europe? That's how these these owners do. For the ones in for the American owners in football, it's about well, we're here, we're running it, we have popularity, popularity. Let's finish top four. Let's have money. Everybody. Do you think you um, the sport owner? Hey, do you think acquiring Arsenal? Do you think it will be a different ball game? 
I think it's going to be a different ball game. Yes, the, but let's not let's not forget that Stangoro has not put one Nera into that club. He has not put one cobble at least. He has not dropped He has not dropped anything. So at the very least, I don't know something would have changed. So uh, anyway, this are some of the things that I think we need to consider. Um, I'm afraid that's all we can take for tonight. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Yeah, I think before we go, I think we should, we should point out that um the past few weeks we've seen uh, Tinubu try to form members of the youth when calf when jeans. So I don't if, know, if, if you're not careful, we're going to see me on, on my listeners video in music video. <laughs> <laughs> see, so, see, I, I I don't know this matter you brought up, I think about three or four podcasts ago. I brought up the fact that, yes, he has all the money and whatnot, but I think even internally within APC, there is some sort of wink-wink um, disagreement. Yeah. I don't think he will get the ticket. And I think what they're just doing is the people that are around him, they're psychophants. Yeah, they to, just want to be satisfied. They just want to consume whatever money he has mm-hmm. so far. They, yeah. It is going to be difficult for Nigerians to vote for Buari, then APC will present Tinubu again. Someone that is already nominated, <laughs> like it is, it is almost ridiculous. So like, I, I, I'm see, hoping that my my suggestion was right. That see what what, 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 what a lot of people don't understand is that in 2015 these parties came together and said PDP was the enemy. Let's go and fight PDP. They all came together and did it. Those factions still exist in APC. There's not one faction. Not a faction is even divided into two. Why has his own faction? The South have their own faction. There's so many factions. And if for some reason the current president wakes up tomorrow and says, you know what? I don't think I want to support Tinubu. I want to support so and so guy. That's an entire faction packing another person. So the is this all this Tinubu camp, the Gawats and Co and all these blinded people and all the Jibrins and what have you. Yes, it makes sense. They need to lose money. If he wins, fine, they get appointment. If he doesn't win, they get they get to keep the money and what have you. But they know yeah, that this more boys. Exactly, they know that this thing is far from over because they not there, there are too many factions in their party itself. And if the party if those factions wake up one morning and say, Okay, A is for Apple, B is for ball, they start fighting among each other, which I'm even playing for because that's the only way to beat a party that cannot really you can't beat from outside is to implode. When is that imploding from inside? They're like, Okay, we want this person, we don't want this person, and fight happens. Who knows? Because I don't know what same world you will bring a man who obviously is above 79 already, can barely stand. Like he's urinating on his body, is all these things are happening, and you still want him to go for president. Ask any Tsunubu fan out there that why do you want to say he's a reward? Yeah, he reward for what he has done. No problem. Reward him with a trip to Kabul, buy him a house, buy him a Rolls Royce, take him to Dubai or something. Don't I think I think that was that's my bold tradition that he's not even going to get. If it's ticket, not top of yeah. um, doing well at the federal elections. I think Level. the primary ticket, that's where they will, they will change the team for him and then he will spend money and he might not get this ticket. Because the truth yeah, is, exactly. I've seen an influx, you know, I've had some communication and there's a serious influx of young people to PDP. Yeah, it's not yet pronounced yet, but I think in the coming weeks, we can probably be hearing some of the announcements in terms of, oh, 
as of rape and some of them, there, there are quite a lot, number of young guys that you know, went to join the party to see what they can do. And I think it's just weird that APC, you know, because maybe because of they use the same corruption to enter in 2015 and 2019, it's difficult for them to, you know, adapt and, you know, evolve. But I think to me, we need them to lose massively at the polls so that, because the truth is, I said, I want to do this the core parties will continue to win those top elections. As the only two parties They are the ones that will win all those top elections until there's the other parties have like a substantial guy. Like Abga used to have like a stronghold in the south, in the southeast and there's a southwest where no, not southwest, southeast and south south, where they had a couple of governors, you know, some senatorial seats. But for some reason, they've matched, you know, there are some people that went to match to APC when APC was, you know, acquiring people and you know, consuming different factions. So the, 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 the good thing that can happen to Nigeria is that there is this faction, you know, there's a breakup within APC that does not allow someone like to you know, we'll get the tickets, that's number one, because there's rumors that Fashola, Regbe, all of them, they are not even in support of his tickets. There's as... so many people that yeah. do even want to win their parties to get their tickets. So it hopefully it doesn't make any sense. To press his candidacy. That's what we want them to do. Not because just okay, if, if I'm I, not on I, and, and spoke. So we are we, are, we, are, we don't want them to suppress candidacy, bring up someone else. Then the second part is young people in order, which I continue to say every time. I think I will keep saying it. I'm still I'm working on something that hopefully, hopefully I'm able to finish it before end of March, where young people, as much as you can. Instead of carrying 10 billion and going to go and drop for Peter Obi and be looking for one savior or Messiah somewhere, there's no Messiah coming from anywhere. Nobody's going to come and save us. He's mobilizing, oh, you want to run for this uh, post. You have a, what's it called? You have been trying on your own best. Okay, this particular advocacy group would actually run two campaigns for you, would paste your, would run, give you 500 flyers to support your campaign and help you to see if you can win that house of rep, house of assembly, that kind of support. Yes, we might not give you cash because obviously we don't have cash. But those kind of support that will help you become visible so that you can your door to door will supply two volunteers to help you do your door to door. That kind of thing. Get as many young people. We need that. We need to continue to draw that message. Anyone that can listen, that can hear, that can help, that can talk about it. House of assembly, house of rep, senatorial seats. We need to continue to push for at least 30 to 40 percent representation in all those bodies. Because the truth is, except we have that representation, where we have because the institution um our institutions are weak, and people that can strengthen our institutions, give our institutions the power that it deserves, that they can use to function at those bodies. Imagine someone went go and bring a black oil and come and be selling in Nigeria. <laughs> 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 Tell us to go and remove Shako. They can grind the Shako, can dash in the engine. Ah, okay. Shako, Tawa dash Shako is in Omibono. I'm a dash in the engine. I'm a mafia. You want to bring black oil? Now, okay. Nothing that brought black oil. We're in that. We don't. You can't. You know, it's funny thing. You can't even go and prosecute them. So, exactly. how, do they, how, how do they get the contract to supply the whole country of Nigeria oil? And then they don't have an office in Nigeria, in UK, in US. People are lucky. 
Yeah, I in Panama. If it was a proper when we had you know struck like at least 40 young guys that made it the Senate out for them, it was a is this is kind of case where both the NPC chairman, the minister of interior, all of them. They will come Good. before the panel mm-hmm. the week, and then they'll be verdicts. Ah, you, you have to, ah, there has to be a sentence against you. We recommend, uh, yes, to investigate you. This one, jail. Like, that has to be prop, like punishment. But because, see what is happening now. Nobody has taken any blame. They just came out here, NMPC as a blanket body came out and said, hey, we are sorry. There's no, there's no, there's nobody that is, that is responsible. <laughs> Nobody's taking it for, nothing is happening. And that is, how this country is going to go. So even if you go and bring Jesus Christ and Mohammed combined together into one body and elect our president, so far we still have those uh, drunkards and uh, sleeping beauty in our Senate and House of Rep. We will not, we will not get anything done. We will oh, not man, get anything. That's why this country is really crazy. I know first coming can live. I'm sure the angels in the sky, wherever it is, they are when they want to laugh. They just tune the station to Nigeria. Like, let's see what's happening in Nigeria. Ah. They're about to do something. They're about to do something very funny again. Let's just... just, just actually, I'm going to by. They're about to do something funny. It's just very crazy. Ah, either way, we just hope that the, the entire election itself goes smoothly. Like, because one way or the other, like, Banky W did from 2019. More people need to try to get into House of Rep and Senate. Um, yeah, before, like I said, just before we call it tonight, uh, Michael Massey has lost his job as FIA director. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Formula One director. But now it's an issue of, okay, this is medicine after date. Now, the Formula One has taken down most of the video, that particular video, where we could obviously hear um, the general manager of Red Bull telling Massey, this is what I'm going to do. Do you understand? You do it this way. And we'll run it like this. And that's what he did. It's ob- the, the, the kid is, is also is also obviously PR dismissal of mass because yeah it, because if if there was no backlash from last year till now they will not dismiss him and also is is a system problem so you can't just if you if you dismiss mass and bring another mediocre white man but next next um, October again maybe this time they decide that okay this race the final race Amity will not run all your points just give me <laughs> okay, let's just go. <laughs> Well, it's because now this is a classic case of Verstappen, obviously, and Red Bull get to keep their their titles. But everyone and their grandfather knows that he had no business winning that title. But anyway, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. As for I don't even know if I let um actually stay member of this podcast, but we'll be fine, sure. Um, I'm sure let me will be here by next week. That's if if people think that no sense is people inside. <laughs> <laughs>